visit the Downtown Den, join us through our website, all the W's, downtowninbusiness.com. Stay in, stay safe, visit the Downtown Den. Right, I'm delighted this morning to be joined by Andy Bounds in our den. Welcome to the den, Andy. Thanks, Frank. Nice to be in it. <laughs> now, it wasn't that long ago that we actually had you in front of a live audience doing what you do best, which is motivating people, giving them uh, tips and tricks as to how to, to grow the business. Now, I can't believe there's anyone on the planet that hasn't heard of Andy Bounds, but there may be one or two out there. So just give us a brief resume of what Andy Bounds does and what you're all about. Okay, so super brief uh, is I help companies sell more stuff. That's there it. And there that's you are. It. Yeah. Um, uh, how I do that, um, I've written books on it. Um, I speak at conferences on it. Uh, I do consultancy projects on it. Um, but ultimately, as long as my client sales have gone up, I'm happy. Mm. Uh, and at the end of the day, Andy, I mean, I can say this and you probably wouldn't, but I've yet to come across anybody who combines that humor, motivational spirit of the talks that you do with us um, but then genuine business advice that really do get results. You know, that's a very powerful combination. We always have fantastic feedback when you've come and done an event for downtown. So it uh, gives me an opportunity to publicly thank you. Um, and we wanted to get you on today because clearly all of us in business are in a very, very different situation at the mm -hmm. moment. And the one thing I suppose that, that we've been struggling with thinking about is how you continue uh, in this climate to sell because as you say your job is to help people sell more stuff but mm -hmm. when we're in a lockdown it makes that task doubly difficult so you've clearly been thinking about how we can best approach the current challenges what are the sort of things that you're advising clients at the moment okay so three things um firstly is the word different and then the next two words are inside and outside so let me explain what i mean so different, the world is different now. So almost definitely you're going to have to do something different. You know, unless you are in a business which for some reason is not affected in any way and your client's budgets aren't affected in any way, which is probably not very many, you're going to have to do something different. Um, and accepting that is very important. So, I mean, I've been working from home for 17 years. I often go to my clients, but then I've come home and I've had my own business for the same time, 17 years. And I remember when I first started thinking, well, this will probably just be like being employed in an office. And it's really not, you know, you get up in the morning and think, well, I'll just play Minesweeper for a bit or Candy Crush for a bit, and then I'll work out what to do. And it's really hard to get into good rhythm. So it's different now. So that's the first thing, just accept it's different. Don't hold on to what you're doing last week, it's, it's changed. And um, the second thing is the inside. And what I mean by that is you have to sell to yourself that you're still really important. I mean, if you do something, if, you're, if it's unfortunate enough that you work in a sector which is kind of like in a mess now, like, so I heard one this morning about um, people who sell flowers, they're really struggling because mm -hmm. obviously they can't get them. Um, so there's a real challenge there. But if you're in somewhat, so like what I do is I usually speak at conferences. Um, so my inside, if I thought I'm only useful for people when they can see my 3D body on a stage then I'd be absolutely buggered because there's no, there's no conferences anymore. In fact, five conferences were cancelled in the second half of March that I was supposed to be speaking at. Yeah. Um, so what you have to do with your inside is you have to think, all right, I need to think different, but I have to know that I'm being valuable. And I've suddenly realised people 
are not bothered about seeing me in 3D and they're not bothered about seeing me on a stage. What, what they're bothered about is can they use my stuff? So if you like, I've made the sale to myself that I am useful. So if you make the sale to yourself that you are useful, well, that helps. Because if you can't convince yourself, you're not going to convince the customers at all. Um, so the outside, that's the final one, is where you have to convince your customers. We'll talk about that in a second. But I was talking to one of our customers who's a big, um, they do like financial services stuff, talking to their sales team this morning. Um, and I said, when you speak to your customers at the minute, what's your opening line? Um, and I could tell from their opening line, they hadn't sorted their insides out because they were saying, I know the market's really bad. I won't keep you for long, but thank you for your time. Have you just got five minutes? And they were so apologetic. They hadn't convinced themselves they were worthy of the client's time. Instead of saying, I'm really pleased to have got you. I've spoken to a couple of other people in your sector, and I think I might have something that you'll find useful. Have you got a couple of minutes? Yeah. And so if you can't sort your inside out, you've got no chance of selling on the outside. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Number one, sort your difference out. It's different than last week. You've got to change. Then secondly, convince yourself you're good. Thirdly, outside, it's a question then of what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, and that's what people normally think about sales. So we can have as much of a rant about that as you want, Frank, but don't do the outside until you've done different and inside because if they're wrong, you're not going to sell very well anyway. Mm. Uh, and in terms of people who run sales teams, which many of your uh, customers will, um, it's getting that inside message out to those sales teams yeah. and also convincing them. And so you really do need to be clear about what your benefit of your product is because if you're not convinced as you rightly say andy that what you're selling is useful you're certainly not going to be able to convince others are you yeah absolutely and so i mean a good exercise to do is you i mean i've done this with a few teams this week is you write down every single benefit your stuff provides every single one um and by that i mean you might end up with 38 you know as many as you possibly can and then you cross out all the ones which are 100% reliant on face-to-face -face intervention in some way. Yeah, like absolutely 100% reliant. So for example, one of them could be applying makeup to someone's face. <laughs> yes, that probably needs face-to-face. -face. So we'll get rid of that. But like having a chat about how to sell more stuff, you don't need face-to-face -face for that. Mm. So you list every single benefit you can possibly do, and then you cross out the ones that are face-to-face, -face, and you say, look at that, we've still got 31 left. Mm. So then we now go, so what can we do to get the market out, to sorry, the message out to the market? We've got stuff to help you here. Um, and so when people have said to me things like, Andy, we might need to cancel our program. I said, well, you can if you want, but that sounds a bit drastic. Aren't you really struggling for sales at the minute? And they go, well, yeah. I said, so why would you cancel something that's going to make your sales go up? I mean, that just seems a bit odd to me. Mm. I mean, why don't we just do a couple of webinars, see how they work. If they work, we'll carry on. If they don't, just, like, just give me back some of the fee and you can mm. pay it again later if we do face-to-face. And so that way I'm not letting them dictate to me whether I'm useful or not, because I know if I'm useful or not, they don't. Yeah. And I suppose the other thing to, to say, Andy, is that there may be things that companies have not thought about doing that they can start to do in this new world. And, you know, a very real example for us in this is we've just decided this week to launch a number of live events online. So that's something that we've been threatening to do probably for two years now and just one of those yeah. things you never get round to. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we've been forced into doing that. And the incredible thing is, firstly, 
the take-up has been really healthy because, of, of course, people are looking for things to do. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, relatively easy to get speakers, if I'm honest, because they're looking for things to do as well. Uh, so there are new opportunities there. It doesn't necessarily have to be the things that you are usually sold. It could be other things that your business is now capable of actually diverting into. Sure. You're so right. And I love, I mean, I love what you're offering as well. It's really good. Um, but one of the things I'm finding, there are some people who, I don't know if this is the right word, but they just feel a bit um, cut adrift. They're a bit lonely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that reduces loneliness is good. Um, and so I'm not at all surprised you're getting loads of signups for this. Um, I mean, one of the things that, I mean, I'm quite gobby, so I always want to be chatting to people. So I make sure that I have at least two or three one-to-one -one intimate chats in the day. So I might be doing loads of webinars and stuff, but I make sure I ring my mates or, or yeah. whatever. Um, there is uh, certainly one thing I found when I started on my own was um, a couple of mornings I woke up and I wasn't quite sure what my to-do list was that day. And if I didn't feel up for it, I'd be a bit like, nothing to do. Mm. So I watch someone on telly, there's nothing on telly. Yeah. So I found things like um, do your to-do list the night before. So when you wake up, even if you wake up going, at least you know what to do. Yeah. You, know, you don't need a full to-do list, but you don't want to go to your desk and think, now what? Because if you yeah. feel lonely and a bit down, um, it's quite hard to self-start. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So having a to-do list in advance um, or working with proactive people or, you know, obviously you've got so many wonderful people in your downtown den. If people can't think of someone, they can just get in contact with you and say, introduce me to someone useful, Frank. <laughs> and, you know, and then they can just have a chat and meet a new friend. It doesn't matter, but it just breaks this loneliness that I'm sure some people are feeling at the minute. Yeah. And, and that brings on, me on to, to my final point, really, Andy. You've been somebody who's banged on about not having useless internal meetings for a long time now. I must have had several emails on your Tuesday tips bulletin that you sent through, which are great emails. I always read. I read the one this morning, which uh, was a little surprising, but common sense as ever. So you've reversed that advice, haven't you? A little bit, yeah. So the thing that I, anyone who's ever heard me talk for any more than about five minutes will go, he really bloody hates update meetings, doesn't he? Because they last an hour, they're always boring. Someone talks for 10 minutes and so no one gives a toss about what they're doing. Then the next person speaks for 50 minutes and so nobody even likes her. And, then you, and it's just rubbish. I hate them. Um, and they don't really serve a purpose. Um, but they do serve a purpose if people are lonely. Um, but that doesn't mean they need to be crap. So uh, the advice I give people is don't have a one-hour update. You're better off, um, if you like, double the frequency but halve the duration. Mm -hmm. So don't have one hour once a week. You're better off having half an hour every half a week um, or maybe 10 minutes every day, however you do it. Yeah. And rather than say the word update because people might still ming on about boring stuff, just use the words um, best, next, help. So anyone who gives the update says, all right, best thing I've achieved since I last spoke to you was this. Bang. Uh, next thing I'm planning to look at today is this, bang. The one thing I could really do with a bit of help with is this, bang. And just in 20, 30 seconds, you've had this real punchy thing. If you've got a team of five, six people, everyone does that. In two or three minutes, you just know what everyone's doing. It breaks this loneliness thing. We can learn from everyone's best thing because we're all going through this thing together. Someone's going to come up with a really good idea that you can copy from. We all make sure we're happy what we're all doing for the next thing. And if anyone needs help, then you've got it. And you might find a 10-minute best next help every couple of days is miles better than a one hour update meeting every week. Fantastic. As always, Andy, absolutely fantastic sage advice. Thank uh, you. Done in the 
entertaining fashion to which we've become accustomed. Um, and you've said that you're used to working at home, and of course you've been doing that for 17 years, but equally you're used to getting out and about and meeting lots of businesses on site and going to conferences. Uh, so it's different world for you as well. How uh -huh. are you coping? Um, all right, it's definitely different. Um, but as you say, you can do things that you couldn't do before. So um, this week has been a slight drop in my income, um, but not much. Uh, and I've seen the children for about an extra six hours that I wouldn't have done and done some homeschooling. Yeah. Uh, so it's cool. Uh, we were going to go away to Tenerife next week for a couple of weeks. That obviously got like binned. Um, but all of a sudden we're now at home and so we're just going to do a little Easter egg hunt with the kids and we're all happy about that. And it's, you know what I mean? So it's, if you have a positive attitude, yeah. you're generally okay. It doesn't mean everything's easy. Um, so I'm not one of these people who says, oh, think of the world be wonderful and it will be. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm a bit of a half glass uh, full kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, so I'm fine. And I've been doing quite, I mean, I've been doing quite a lot of webinars with, my customers really so the the big payers the ones i like best i've dropped them all the line say if you want i'll do a 20 minute webinar on how to stay positive and productive and if you don't want it i don't care but i'm shouting at my computer anyway so if you want it <laughs> let me know i mean i've probably done about 10 of those this week well that's yeah. like three hours in my time brilliant uh final thing uh how can people get a copy of your fabulous weekly tuesday tips and um, thanks. Uh, two ways they can email me, andy at andybounds.com. You spell bounds like out of bounds. So andy at andybounds.com or just go on the website, which is andybounds.com slash tips, T-I-P-S. And just have to sign up. It's dead easy. And then you get a tip every week. Fantastic. And well worth a read. And as I say, uh, this morning, I was so pleased that we'd already introduced what you'd advised. Not Phew. very often I get ahead of the game. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was pleased that that was confirmed to be the right sort of action. Andy, as always, great to speak to you, mate. Cool. Nice one, Frank. I'll speak to you again very soon, hopefully. All right. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thank you.